0: Hi Nova. Hi, Bob. Welcome back. Ah, we're New back. season.
1: Oh my god. Season two. Season woo, two. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long.
0: I know. I'm so ready. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about this time?
1: We are talking about rules versus boundaries. Oh, yes. Yes. So this is our Big Feels series. This is episode number two of that series. So I think uh what makes rules versus boundaries so interesting is that it's sort of like it. It's a really ongoing topic. It's not a really easy cut and dry, like, here it is. Everyone knows exactly this and how, here's how to understand it.
0: Oh, I uh, wish squish. that it were.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's so much gray. There's so much nuance.
1: So let's start with rules.
0: So what is a rule? A set of explicit regulations governing conduct within a particular activity or sphere.
1: Yeah, that's the really like Textbook. Stuffy, stuffy way to describe it.
0: Stuffer. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: And um, I will say early on in poly, uh, when I was getting started, it was all about rules. That's what I remember most strongly about getting started was the idea that that rules were how you did poly.
0: clear upfront.:
1: yeah, and and to the credit of rules, it was the idea was that like, you know, if you're really self-aware, then you can craft rules that are really good. Mm-hmm. And bonus, if you have clear rules. Other people agreeing to them can consent to them because they're clear.
0: It was kind of like a shortcut to good communication.
1: Yeah, I think that's one way of thinking about it. Yeah.
0: To me, it was like, um, I've already done all the work up front and I've written a manual about how to date me. (laughs) Here it is.
1: The giant tome that you present. (laughs) Turn to page
0: 367.
1: If you'll note
0: subsection the paragraph 2 pages <laughs> subsection b yes
1: yes yes it's a very sexy way to start a relationship the
0: do not date my coworkers clause
1: <laughs> yeah and that actually you know as far as examples go i think that's that's kind of a good example i think um i don't i don't think i've ever had that rule or encountered that rule but i think that'd be a pretty pretty straightforward one yep. you know to say like hey uh, i don't want you to date anyone that I'm currently working with, mm-hmm. right? So even though there were some really great aspects to rules, um, I think that the poly community quickly found where rules start to break down or where they fail.
0: Right. The underlying problematic side.
1: Yes. And I think one of the things that's problem- that can be problematic about rules is that they're usually about protecting one particular relationship. I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of times when you hear about rules, it's in the context of hierarchical poly. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times those rules are often finding ways to protect that
0: relationship. Right. And and that's a form of poly still widely practiced today. Sure. It's sure. not like that was old school poly and now we've moved on.
1: No, but I do think that that was why rules were so popular. They were mm-hmm. like, look at how you can you know, be poly and still protect the -hmm. relationships that are important to you is by making these rules.
0: Sure. I'm sure it, um, definitely helped, uh, instill that sense of safety.
1: Right. There were a couple ways though, that I think those rules started to, I don't know, cause strife for people who are practicing poly that way. Um, one is that it's easy to say, sure, I won't date your coworkers, no problem. And that's an easy thing to agree to, Mm-hmm. when you've never met their coworkers <laughs>
0: <laughs> you might understand the reason for it yeah but they got some hot coworkers <laughs> so like can we revisit that
1: <laughs> right right so i think it's often you know intellectual mind is a little different than emotional mind sure 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 um and the other way that it often broke down is that um a lot of times Because rules are about you, like, or about the relation people in a relationship agreeing to them, um, other people don't get a chance to make them
0: or change them. People who will be affected by those rules.
1: Yes, right. So, a different example would be I do have a partner that I love to, that I've traveled to Cancun with many times, which would Mm. be Elliot, and we have a great time there. And in a world where we wanted to protect, that relationship or protect that special thing we've done we could say okay you you can only travel to Cancun with me you mm-hmm. can't travel with anyone else sure and so in that world he anyone else he uh, meets would have to abide by this rule that they didn't get to participate in I mean it could be that they they also love to travel to Cancun but they didn't get to um, make or change that rule
0: mm-hmm So, yeah, the partner that doesn't get to go to Cancun with Elliot now (laughs) because of this hypothetical rule, but they're not in the primary relationship. They're not in the you and Elliot relationship that set up that rule. So why would they get a say?
1: Well, because they entering into relationship with Elliot to have an authentic relationship with him. It it feels like they should have an opportunity to make choices about the things they can and can't share together to just Mm. have someone else. I E me butting in <laughs> and telling them listen you you can and can't do this you know mm-hmm. i mean
0: so rule uh, it does not give
1: them an opportunity to um be involved in that discussion
0: right. and that's the the slightly messy side of rules yeah i think is that's how they where can they splash over onto other people
1: yeah i think that's where they can cause problems
0: they have wide ripple effects yeah which leads us to boundaries boundaries the definition of a boundary. In any relationship, boundaries define where things like our personhood, our identity, our responsibility, and our control begin and end, relative to the other person.
1: I think that's a. I think that's a a little bit dry, but it's a good one. Yeah. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. I get excited about boundaries because I am so hyper focused on clearly outlining and finding the edges of things.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: That gets me really excited,
1: right? And and my version of like when I think about boundaries,
0: mm-hmm. what
1: I what always pops into my head is this idea of like a bubble around myself, mm. and I you know I've got my own little bubble, my little hamster wheel or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and inside of it, I get to make things the way that I want them to be, that make mm-hmm. me happy, that serve my uh, safety, my you know whatever my needs are. Mm. And then other people I encounter have their I bubbles. I have my bubble. Yeah. And we're, <laughs> we're bouncing around. <laughs> um, but I the appreciate reason... the
0: people in those giant plastic bubbles. Like, yeah. But those don't get to overlap. They right, just explode right. off of each other. They have other. to be
1: more like soap bubbles or something where you can... Where they combine? Yeah. Cause... I
0: mean, a Venn diagram is kind of the classic.
1: Right, right. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is kind of a helpful way for me to picture where relationships happen is is in that overlap that venn diagram of overlap you know this is where i begin and end here are the things i can offer this -hmm. is where you begin and end that's what you can offer and we're like "Ooh, right here that's our sweet spot
0: yeah let's explore that area right so one of the ways this came up for me was realizing how porous my own boundaries were like i was taking on my partner's uh reactions their emotional responses I was taking on responsibility for those things.
1: As if they were in your bubble, as if those were your things to Mm -hmm. own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of made me realize, oh, like I actually don't have my own clearly defined spaces of (laughs) what is mine.
1: Yeah. I don't know where I end and they begin and I need to find that.
0: For me, it often felt like it was my responsibility to manage my partner's reactions.
1: Ah. And that's kind
0: of where I would get preemptively assuming about how they would react to things. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like that was part of what I had to do. That was your job. It was expected of me. Yeah. Interesting. Like, y- you should have predicted this would hit me this way. And so I have to, like, you know.
1: Start predicting.
0: Yeah, I have to start predicting. Um, and then that there was a very specific aha with you where <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made this. a mistake and immediately jumped into groveling mode. Or, or in apology mode.
1: Well, also projecting onto me how I would feel. Well, exactly. In particular, you told me that you that you felt bad about ruining my day, and I was like, "Hold up, hold up. <laughs> that is a that is a unfair thing to jump to." Right. Assuming.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, I because I immediately started apologizing because I assumed I had had that horrible effect on you. Yeah. Which completely robbed you of the opportunity to feel your own feelings and then respond in a more authentic way. It
1: would have if I hadn't (laughs) asserted my (laughs) boundary and said, no, no, no. (laughs) I get to decide if my day is ruined, and I'm here to tell you that it's not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which was obviously a relief, but it was a huge eye-opener for me. Yeah. How much I was projecting, how much I was assuming responsibility. So... In the context of agreements in a relationship, though, how is a boundary different from a rule?
1: I think that's a a really good question. Um, The shorthand that I've heard a lot and I think you and I have used is that uh, boundaries are for me, kind of like those bubbles we've talked about, and rules are for you or us.
0: Mm -hmm. So a good example of the differences between the two in practice would be just using the subject of uh, barriers for sex would be, we have a rule that we will use barriers with all other partners.
1: Yeah, for all kinds of sex.
0: Right. An example of the boundary version of that would be, I'm comfortable having sex without barriers with you as long as you are SCD tested and let me know before we have sex again if you have sex with any new partners.
1: Yeah, right. So the difference between those two is that even though we both are agreeing to the rule, it's something that like was crafted together. It, it's something that we are both beholden to mm. versus the boundary is all about you individually stating the kinds of things that you're comfortable with and what you're willing to offer.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: One thing I think that's really interesting that that example brings up is that boundaries, it, it sounds like we're saying that boundaries have more um, of a conversation going on. There's more mm. of a chance to keep that open
0: right i like that it plans for the it plans for change to happen change is gonna happen
1: yeah which which is really nice i think um there are a lot of times where we can take for granted that like once we've been offered something or once something has happened a certain way that will it'll always be that way that will always you know if it comes to having sex without barriers it's like well we did it last time so we should that should should still be okay yeah that's something we should always do and i do like where um Boundaries can encourage that ongoing conversation. Um, but I do also want to push back a little bit on the idea that like rules are not necessarily always rigid. Yeah. I think even back in the world where um, where Polly was all about the rules, um, <laughs> there was still sort of that idea that, you know, you, you get your giant tome back out, out of the closet tome. once a year and you flip through the pages again. And you're like, okay, okay maybe maybe well, this one's right me- here
0: above this line that you signed yeah this is your signature is it not <laughs> there is a clear bullet list of stipulations
1: yes yes i think we shall amend section 14 paragraph 34 i would like to uh... what about bananas <laughs> dang it I, I meant 35 oh okay sorry that makes more sense <laughs> So so I would push back on the idea that a difference between rules and boundaries is that one is rigid and the other is not. Because I don't think either is necessarily rigid. They can right. both be
0: flexible. Yeah. It's not, it's not like this whole episode is going to be anti-rule pro-boundary.
1: Sure. And I think a really good example of that that comes to mind for me in my own life is that one requirement for you to be able to... Enact boundaries is is the ability to make choices that are right for you. So there are situations where you uh, can't make those choices. One that comes to mind for me with this example we just gave mm-hmm. about um, using having sex without barriers. If you are trying to get pregnant, you can't also make choices. You can't just say, you know, if these circumstances change, I will, you know, uh, change what I'm willing to offer. If
0: that means if, we're no longer having a kid <laughs> right right, then
1: you're talking about a much bigger question. so right. some other reasons you might want to have rules in your relationships are if you cohabitate with someone, if you co-parent mm. with with partners, if you um, share finances um, right. anytime you're sharing resources or sharing responsibilities like that there there's very valid reasons to have rules in place so that you all understand. Uh, what the expectations are right. and um, that there are any surprises. And um, it's definitely not that that rules are bad. Rules have a place and rules are... Rules are, are ru- always
0: hmm and boundaries are always huh. <laughs> no, that is not true. <laughs>
1: that is not the point of the episode. <laughs> Although it was, it was very cute. <laughs> Another thing that I think is really interesting is that... Um, We talked about boundaries being like a bubble as if they are just like a static bubble. Mm. And I think that's misleading too, because I think you can have boundaries that are set in different places for different relationships.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of reminds me of my aha moment when I was like applying a, a reaction that I expected from you that I learned from a different partner. Right. And then I projected it onto other partners.
1: Yeah, yeah, assumed that because you had a... And you and you could do the same thing. Like In that case, you were talking about porous boundaries, but if you had a boundary in place with one partner, you might assume that you then need to have it in the same place with another. Right. And I really think that that is unfair to <laughs> both you and your partners because different Again, relationships have yeah. different needs.
0: You're applying um, parameters that that person was not involved in creating.
1: Yeah, and we have a very cute story about... Um, oh
0: how you can have uh, different uh (laughs) your boundaries can shift depending on the circumstances yes yes (laughs) okay (laughs) you may proceed (laughs)
1: because when you and i met i had a boundary in place that i um when i met people on especially on dating apps online Mm -hmm. that i didn't know um prior to that yeah um that i would meet them in a public place for the first time uh, just to kind of like, you know, I have some boundaries around my, uh, the safety of my home and especially the safety of uh, Sunny. Right. And you are the only person that I've shifted that boundary for.
0: Right. So when we f- first met, yeah. you invited me to your home. Yes. That yes. was our first meeting.
1: So I invited you to my porch, and I felt comfortable doing that because I could tell that this was a unique connection, and I was honoring the uniqueness of it. And I was aware that it was it, it felt right to me to to do it differently than I'd ever done before. Mm. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that anyone after you now should feel like they have a right to meet me at my house the first time we meet. You know, that was just, that is a thing that I can continue to decide. If I if I'm willing to shift that boundary ever again.
0: See, I love that example not just because I got special treatment, <laughs> uh, but I I, lo- I just still appreciate the uh, allowance for taking each individual uh, circumstance and interaction on its own merit. Yeah. And allowing for, you know. This is a completely set, different set of parameters and circumstances. Uh, yeah.
1: Right. Although I can also see where this could be a struggle point for some people who are feeling insecurities with a particular partner if they notice that that partner has different boundaries mm. with another partner than oh the my boundaries gosh, yeah. they offer for
0: them. I can think of a few examples of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's tricky.
0: So something that I think often comes up, and this is when I most often hear it mentioned in like, Popular culture and uh, the general yeah. the general cultural consciousness is when a rule can be misrepresented as a boundary, right? Sneaky like, rule
1: rules masquerading
0: rules masquerading Nightlife. as boundaries. So, example: if you have sex with anyone else, I will no longer offer uh, barrierless sex.
1: Right. So, when you say that, you could present it as that's just my boundary. If you have sex with anyone else, like I don't want to have. Um, sex without barriers with you anymore mm-hmm. but if you if you think about it who is that really controlling
0: right who that's, is the person that's going to change their behavior
1: right it's the it's it's your partner it's the person you're presenting that to right.
0: you're extending control outside of your sphere of self
1: right so it's it, that is a. I think it's a really good example of one that's tricky it's so easy to say well that's just my that's just my boundary i'm just trying to feel safe. And that's how I feel safe having uh, sex without barriers. Um, But if you shifted that to the boundary we talked about earlier, where you say, um, I'm happy to have sex without barriers with you, as long as you let me know the next time you add a new partner, Mm -hmm. that shift in phrasing makes all the difference.
0: Right. It's still tricky, though. It's very gray area, squishy topic.
1: Yeah. I mean, it could amount to the same thing. It could end up being that in practice, if that partner adds any new partners, you stop having sex with them uh, without barriers.
0: Like yeah, in practice, it could look exactly the same.
1: One thing that I've tried to explore as I'm trying as I'm crafting boundaries and trying to explore um, the reasons behind them and where they're coming from is to imagine what how I would feel if a partner crosses that boundary or or if i would need to change something based on their behavior how would i feel about that you know right. the way that i imagine my reaction kind of tells me if i am in some ways trying to control their behavior or Ooh. if it really is just about me and me addressing my own needs
0: oh that just hit me in my tummy really <laughs> how so oh my gosh it felt like a brain hack to me <laughs> i'm like wow okay so i imagine how I would feel if challenged on that boundary. Yeah. And my reaction kind of gives me a clue about if I'm, if really what I want to do is just wish they would behave differently. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, Yeah. I got tingles. You just got me good. Yikes. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to remember that one. That's a new, that's in my toolbox.
1: Do we have a sound effect for your toolbox?
0: No. <laughs> Dang
1: <laughs> That's really
0: No sound effects. Remember, we discussed we're not going to do the cheesy radio show, morning zoo type stuff.
1: (laughs) Toolbox time.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Uh,
1: Wow. So, rules versus boundaries. Ta da!
0: (laughs) (laughs) The episode. You
1: guys, he just did, like, this amazing, like, somersault into a double roll.
0: (laughs) I'm so talented. It's a a tragedy. You missed it. One quick thing before we let you go. We're doing the crowdsource audience participation question again. What we need you to do is answer the question, what makes you feel secure in a relationship? You can record your answer or write to us at podcasts at mindfulpoly.com.
1: We'd love to hear your responses.
0: Can't wait. Check out the season uh, one crowdsource question.
1: For inspiration. Yes. (laughs) Episode
0: seven, season one. Check it out. I'm so surprised you didn't say you're a tool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not my style. No.